0: Hello and welcome back to Mindful Nutrinut. I'm your host, Nella Lievlaid, ready to take you on another deep dive into the fascinating world of nutrition and health. In today's episode, we explore the world of mindful eating. Have you ever considered the power of being truly present with every bite you to take? Today, we'll talk about the components of mindful eating, the science behind its benefits, and the transformative effects it can have on your relationship with food. By the end, you'll have practical tools to practice mindful eating and overcome challenges. Let's dive in. I had my fair share of troubles with RoadMic when trying to record this episode. It just died on me. But we are back on track and can start exploring together. On another note, it's it's just the perfect example of synchronicity because not having my f- mic functioning, I was able to do other things like take a bath and relax and catch up with my studies. So everything is good for something. I chose the topic of mindful eating because I feel that it's one of the foundations of well-being together with sleep hygiene and respecting our circadian rhythm, which I plan to explore in the future episodes. Today, let's start with a brief story from my own life about how mindfulness when it comes to eating can actually transform things. I remember when I was writing my book, Plant-Based Made Easy, years back, and I had the habit to pile snacks and a coffee or tea beside me, valid for any type of work you do behind the computer really. I noticed that after a while my brain started to associate the two, eating and working, so I would constantly need to grab for something while typing and refilling when it finished as the movement became automatic. Bottom line being, I ate way more than I would have had I eaten mindfully, concentrating on the food. Plus, I didn't really get satisf- satisfaction from eating it as my attention was elsewhere. Another thing that I've noticed is that when I eat while doing something, I chew much less, that is, I gulp the food down too fast, hence affecting the digestive process. When I really sit down with my food and am conscious about each bite and delay swallowing, my digestion is much better and my sense of satiation is more accurate, that is, I stop before I might eat too much. I talk more about the importance of chewing in my stomach acid episode, so go back and refresh your memory. What exactly is mindful eating then? In short, it means being mindful about your meals, sitting down with it in a calm environment, actually paying attention to the food itself, chewing properly, being grateful observing the tastes and your body's sensations as opposed to mindless eating when you'd gulp down your food real fast while driving, walking, working, scrolling, watching TV and whatnot. So let's dive deeper into the elements of mindful eating. First, You need to be in a calm and relaxed state before you start to eat, that is your parasympathetic nervous system aka rest and digest has to be activated, otherwise your body is not opted for digestion. So if you are very tired and angry, just had an argument with someone for example, wait until you calm down before eating. How do you do that? There are various techniques to help you activate the rest and digest. For example, deep breathing. When you intentionally slow your breath, you let your body know that everything is okay and you activate the parasympathetic nervous system. For example, inhale for a count of four. Hold the breath for a count of four and exhale for a count of four and repeat up to ten breaths increase to a count of six if you want to deepen the practice there are other techniques like meditation yoga or other type of exercise massage humming and singing especially chanting mantras You can learn all about that in my previous episodes about the benefits of humming and mantras. I think I ought to make an entire episode about parasympathetic nervous system and vagus nerve activation. So be so kind and let me know if you'd be interested. Now, even if you already are in a calm state... It's good to take a few deep breaths and maybe wait for a couple of minutes observing your food and dip into gratitude before you dig in. Now that we are calm and ready to start, let's check if we are fully present. Is it just you and your food or is something distracting you like phone, TV or computer? Some say also other people and conversations can be disturbing. My take on this is you need to choose which conversations with whom you have during a meal. A constructive business meeting or negotiations is probably not the best idea, but a heartfelt conversation with a friend, given that you don't forget to chew, of course, provides a nice and relaxing environment and lets the digestive juices flow. Okay, we are calm, fully present and have started eating our meal. Next comes awareness. Recognize the physical and emotional sensations associated with eating. How does the food make you feel physically and emotionally? Simultaneously with awareness comes savouring, thoroughly chewing and fully experiencing the flavours, textures and aromas of your food. Let me tell you, when you start chewing your food, you begin to delay the swallowing and therefore enjoy each bite more. They say that 26 times is enough, but for me personally, depending on what I eat, I sometimes chew 50 or even more times. I stop when I feel that I can't take it any further. It's like with following your highest excitement. Those who know, know. Now that you've finished your meal, it's time for gratitude. Recognize and appreciate the journey of the food from farm to your plate. Maybe you grew the food yourself. By the way, I just heard a fascinating concept about that and in my world it totally makes sense. They say that when you plant the seeds yourself, putting your hands in the soil, you communicate with the plants and Mother Earth, sharing information about your health state. The plant will then provide you the exact cocktail of nutrients that your body needs to thrive. I think it's fascinating and supports the idea that Mother Earth is here to provide us with the best nutrition if we only didn't fuck things up for the planet and for us. Among other things, I mean, today most of the food we eat has been planted by machines, so there's no input for the plants. An energetical link is totally missing. Also, if you grow food for your family, Everyone should get their hands dirty so that the whole family's energy ends up in the soil where the plants grow. That's for gratitude. A final aspect of mindful eating is not being judgmental about your eating habits. Observe yourself without criticism. You can't be perfect all the time. I know I'm not. I still have that dark chocolate while I work but it's still possible to be more mindful about it. Let's talk more about the benefits of mindful eating. The first set of benefits are physical. You are rewarded with improved digestion, better nutrient absorption. You manage your weight better and reduce overeating. Then come the emotional advantages. By being mindful about eating, you reduce emotional eating, your mood is more stable and overall you enjoy your meals more. And thirdly, you can experience mental avails. You will better differentiate between real hunger versus emotional cues, which in turn increases your self-awareness and breaks you free from negative automatic habits. Okay. Very well. You have all those great benefits, but what's behind it? What the science says? Firstly, it has to do with our brain chemistry. Practicing mindfulness consistently can change the way you think, feel and act, because it can literally change your brain. Our neural pathways are continually and automatically adjusting through a phenomenon called neuroplasticity. Neuro meaning relating to nerves or the nervous system and plastic meaning easily shaped or molded. So neuroplasticity is the capacity of the brain to recognize its connections based on experience. Every new experience or challenge from hurting your toe to walking through unfamiliar streets, forces the brain to rearrange its synaptic connections. And the more you do something, the more established and less new these connections become. In other words, repetition makes a behavior automatic. Studies show that mindfulness helps focus on the present moment without judgment. Therefore, it's become a popular method for healthier eating, more fruit intake and less cravings for unhealthy foods. When we are aware of our feelings like hunger and fullness, we can better control our food intake. Thus, this approach can lead to weight loss. When we are mindful, we notice and manage our reactions to tempting foods better, which makes it easier to avoid them. In a study, by the way, if you want links to the studies I mentioned in this episode, you need to go to the blog post, the link of which will be in the description. So, in a study, participants were divided into two groups. Those who received an audio file on mindfulness breathing meditation lasting approximately 10 minutes whilst those in the control group received an audio file on Natural History of Selborne, also lasting approximately 10 minutes. Both groups were asked how hungry they were, and they underwent a vis- visual task. They were shown uh, low energy density and high energy density foods side by side, and their eye gaze was recorded. The study found that people who practiced mindfulness meditation were more mindful than those who didn't. Surprise, surprise! They also paid more attention to low-energy foods, while the other group focused more on high-energy foods. Hunger and BMI didn't significantly affect the results. This study was the first of its kind, but its findings match other studies on eating habits. Now, that was about brain chemistry. Let's move on to digestive system. How being present can actually improve digestion and nutrient absorption. As already discussed in the stomach acid episode, simply thinking about food and gazing at it before you start to eat gets your digestive juices flowing, particularly stomach acid, which in turn signals pancreas to release digestive enzymes. Stomach acid is also required for the absorption of certain micronutrients. Hence, if you're low in stomach acid, the nutrients won't get assimilated and protein won't be broken down as efficiently. Why you need to be in the rest and digest mode, that is have your parasympathetic nervous system activated when you eat. The parasympathetic nervous system is a part of autonomic nervous system that it's not under our control. It regulates your heart rate, blood pressure, digestion, urination and sweating among other functions. It also balances your sympathetic nervous system. While your sympathetic nervous system controls your body's fight or flight response, your parasympathetic nervous system helps to control your body's response during times of rest, also called rest and digest, or feed and breed. So how does it affect our digestive system? It diverts energy to help you digest food. It also tells your pancreas to make and release insulin, helping your body break down sugars into a form your cells can use. It even has a say in how salivary glands produce saliva, which is crucial for proper digestion. It also enacts peristalsis, or the movement of the stomach and intestines. It regulates the release of bile to digest fats. Furthermore, it also plays a role in waste removal. It relaxes the muscles that help you control when you pee or poop. After having talked about brain chemistry and digestive system, let's dive into the psychological impact. How slowing down and being present can help us differentiate between emotional and physical hunger. But first, let's make things clear. What is emotional eating and physical hunger? How do we define them? Emotional eating occurs when you eat food to fulfill your emotional needs instead of your physical needs. For example, you eat when you're bored or to cope with negative emotions. It only feels good when you're eating, but you feel even worse later. Physical hunger, on the other hand, is your body telling you that it needs nutrition. It's easy to notice because it starts gradually and is often felt from within the stomach. Unlike with eating emotionally, you're usually open to consider a variety of foods instead of being fixated on only one type, usually, junk or refined foods. With being mindful, you naturally steer towards healthier foods and more balanced meals that will nourish your body instead of giving short-lived instant gratification. Okay, you now know what mindful eating is and all the benefits that come with it, but how can you actually start doing it every day? I recommend you start with these following steps. First, create a suitable environment. Have a dedicated eating space. For example, only eat behind your dining table. I personally can attest to that. Having worked from home for years and years, constant snacking while working became a real problem for me at some point. So I moved eating to dining table and started working in the study upstairs rather than being in the living room next to the kitchen all the time. This change has helped me improve my eating habits as well as productivity and focus. In addition to designated place remove all the distractions for example don't have your phone next to you on the table when you eat i know it's harder to do than say but try at least and it will get easier as you go along if it seems too difficult at first try a transition with a relaxing and entertaining podcast for example but avoid the ones that need high level of concentration so that you forget about eating. Secondly, involve rituals. I love rituals. They make everything so sacred and meaningful and I feel deeper connection to all that is. For example, start your meals with a moment of gratitude and a deep breath. Think about how this food arrived to you and how lucky you, ha- you are to have it in front of you. Contemplate on the beneficial effects on this, of this food on your body. Next, practice sensory eating. Try to have at least one meal a day alone in silence, focusing on all the sensory experiences that the food offers. Perceive the smell texture and taste and sense how it moves down into your stomach and how it feels there. It helps to put the fork or the spoon down between bites to slow down the eating space. If you can't do one meal a day, try every other day or whatever works for you. Remember, it's about progress, not perfection. It would be counterproductive to start feeling stressed about not eating mindfully. And that's not the point of mindful eating, right? One thing that you can do during a meal are check-ins. Every now and then, check in with your body to recognize fullness cues. Do you really need to keep going or maybe it's enough? If you're not sure, wait for a few minutes and clarity will come. We have already talked about this, but it's so crucial. So let's emphasize mindful swallowing. Make sure you chew adequately and be aware of the swallowing process. Now, chewing is so important because the digestion of carbohydrates begins in the mouth. Your salivary glands secrete the enzyme called amulase that does its magic even before you swallow. And it doesn't end here. Chewing also stimulates more secretion of saliva and stomach juices, therefore creates a better ground for digestion. So if you gobble your food down too fast, the digestion of carbohydrates remains incomplete and you may experience digestive discomfort and the nutrients won't assimilate as well. I totally understand that it's impossible to be perfect all the time. Maybe someone is. I don't know. I know I'm not. I think my most mindful meal of the day is breakfast. I prepare it for myself very mindfully and eat it alone, chewing everybody thoroughly. I must admit, I very often have a podcast on... But it's something spiritual and uplifting to create the right mood and motivation for the day. Lunch is more difficult. I'm usually in the workflow and just need to fuel myself. But now when I move my work upstairs, I manage to keep eating and working separate. I go downstairs for a bite and go back upstairs with a cup of tea and a sweet bite like dark chocolate I try to take a break from work every time I take a bite, though. I stop for a moment and savor it. Otherwise, where's the enjoyment, right? During social gatherings, when there's conversation going on, I try not to swallow my food faster just to be able to say something. There's plenty of time and it's possible to time your bites for when someone else is talking. We also try to have one meal a day as a family. It doesn't happen every day though as sometimes my hobby gets home too late and I want to eat quite early around 5-6pm. In such cases I just sit down with him when he finally has his meal and we have this time together anyways. I love to see him taking the mindfulness in more and more. How he sits down with his colorful bowl that I prepared with love and all the good intentions, looks at it with gratitude and takes a few deep breaths before, before he digs in. And he tries to eat slower. It's still a lot faster than I do, but he's conscious about it and that's what matters. Sometimes I see him totally phased out, caught in the mind race, probably thinking about work stuff and munching mindlessly. I then bring him back to the moment, reminding that he's eating at this moment. And it always helps. So what's the main take on mindful eating? It certainly transforms our relationship with food. I can attest to that. When we allow ourselves to be in the present moment, we not only savor each bite, but also become receptive to our body's signals, what does our body tell us? This awareness helps with overeating, reduces emotional eating and makes us appreciate the nourishment we receive. It is not just about eating less or healthier. It's about having a connection between your mind, body and the food on your plate. Now, how about a small challenge for you? If you're a total rookie, for tomorrow, pick just one step of mindful eating that I talked about, either creating the environment, incorporating a ritual, going into sensory eating, checking in with your body when, you, when you're eating, or thorough chewing and mindful swallowing. Try just one of these, even if it's just during one meal, and evolve from there. The next day, try the same step with two meals or include another technique and so on. Before you know it, you've mastered mindful eating, for most parts at least. And this is what's important and matters. You don't have to be perfect all the time. I have a tendency towards perfectionism, but at least I've come to a point where I realize that and can catch the thought and can ground myself before it goes too far. And you can do it too. I'd love to hear your experiences about mindful eating. What are your go-to practices or what do you find the most challenging? It would be fascinating to hear your perspective. Send me a DM on Instagram or comment under the show if the platform allows you to. And if you feel called to, please rate my podcast so that I can reach more people. I have to tell you. I love this podcast medium as it feels more intimate and somehow it's easier for me to be more me here. Not that I'm not on other mediums, but it's not the same. On videos, there's definitely a bit more acting and coming out of my very calm self, not to be perceived too phlegmatic. If you know what I mean. (laughs) Okay, that's it. I hope you enjoyed and took useful tips with you. And you're welcome to send me topic requests for future episodes. I wish you light, happiness and kindness.